Welcome to Grammar Lab, where we untangle the intricacies of the English language so you can improve your command of grammar piece by piece. I'm Abby, and in today's episode, we're delving into a little conjunction that often perplexes even the most eloquent among us, nor. Stay tuned to decode the mystery. When we think of nor, we often pair it with neither, like bread with butter. But just like a myriad of spreads can enhance our bread, nor has its place beyond this classic coupling. The history of nor is rooted deeply in language. Tracing back to Old English, it was birthed from a fusion of ne, meaning not, and or, a beautiful matrimony that solidified its role in negation and exclusion. That's right, Abby. And history shows its first recorded use was in the late Old English period, gradually evolving and settling comfortably into modern English with the meaning we recognize today. Let's whip out some examples, shall we? A simple and common use of nor might look like this. I neither like coffee nor tea. Here we use neither paired with nor to indicate that both coffee and tea are not liked. But let's not put nor in a corner. Aside from its famous alliance with neither, nor can stand bravely on its own. Take this sentence. She won't eat chocolate, nor will she eat candy. No neither in sight, yet nor effectively communicates the denial of both. Great point, Jack. And did you know nor can present a sequence of negative options? Picture this. The phone didn't ring, nor beep, nor buzz. Here we see a list, all items denied their action. Time for our grammar quiz segment. I'll say a sentence with the word blank, and you, Abby, will fill it in with the proper usage. Let's go. He was not interested in attending the seminar. Blank was he inclined to read the material provided. Hmm, that would be nor. He was not interested in attending the seminar, nor was he inclined to read the material provided. How did I do? Perfect. Nor can be tricky since it often requires the helping verb to be inverted, like was he, instead of he was. Now, a twist. Can nor stand after other negative expressions that aren't neither? Absolutely. Imagine saying the package couldn't be delivered on time, nor could it be tracked. Another correct usage, and no neither in sight. And did you know, nor experienced a popularity expansion during the 18th and 19th centuries, as writers loved pairing it with neither for dramatic effect? They also enjoyed its standalone power for emphasis in negatives. They were onto something, Jack. Knowing all of this historical context enriches our understanding and underscores the versatility of nor. Whether it's with neither or going solo, nor provides clarity and emphasis to the negative aspects of our expression. Well, fellow grammar enthusiasts, our time is sadly drawing to a close. But fear not, nor will always be here, and so shall we, to facilitate your grammar curiosities every step of the way. If you've got a burning question or a tricky piece of grammar that you'd like us to explore, drop us a note at grammarlab at pagepods.com. We can't wait to hear from you. And remember, if you've enjoyed getting nerdy about nor with us, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving us a review. It helps more grammar geeks find us. For transcripts and to sign up for our newsletter, check out the show notes or send us an email. We love keeping you updated on all things Grammar Lab.
Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, keep your conjunctions close and your negations closer. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.